Hey everyone, John Andrew here. Welcome to the podcast. On today's episode, The War of Art. Feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And John has a meltdown. Yeah. This is Optical Course. Let's go. So John, we went a little bit off the game plan today. We had, uh, we had some topics that we wanted to speak about. It was going all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At some point, <laughs> mid-recording, an expression came over John's face and something, something was wrong. Oh, God. Yeah. And we won't get too much into it, but I strongly encourage, if you're listening, you're maybe 20, 25 minutes in, don't know how long this podcast is going to be just yet, but you're, you're midway through and, and you're thinking... I don't know. And they sound off their game. Yeah. I don't know if I'm enjoying this as much as I normally do. <laughs> I highly encourage you to just push on through. Mm-hmm. It, the experience is what the kids call these days meta. <laughs> and it, the struggle is real. Yeah. Basically. What happened there? Yeah. So we're, we're talking today about the creative process. Right. About what it takes to actually start a podcast, some, some practical ideas or, or maybe a little bit of help if you've thought about either creating a podcast or, or going live with, with the work that you do that you're passionate about. So we get into that and then, yeah, it, we change course a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we, we go over topics like the importance of morning routines, setting yourself up for success, meditation and why not to eat mcdonald's yeah as i said i highly encourage you to to bear with us Mm -hmm. and there's some excellent insights that come out of being real and opening yourself up to vulnerability and and i appreciated that and it's a great lesson And, and luckily we live in a day and age where it's a little more okay to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and to talk about your feelings and emotions than maybe it was 20, 30 years ago, especially as a man. Plus I've read like everything Brene Brown has written on the topic. So yeah. that's, that's inspired me to be vulnerable as well. Yeah. But yeah, you're not doing anyone any favors if you're just, you know, masking what is and putting a false ma- and then putting a false mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, the most person yeah. that you're doing a disservice to is yourself absolutely when when we keep all of our emotions and and true feelings bottled up yeah they eat away at us like yeah. poison in our insides they, yeah and then they come out in very negative ways perhaps through anger or you know you get overly defensive or whatever it is and so i i knew i needed to collect myself and then i came back in the room and i guess you can judge if you know if the episode changed but but i think it went in a better direction and it was just completely unplanned, highly uncomfortable to experience. <laughs> but I do hope that uh, the uncomfortable experience will be something that perhaps, you know, inspires you or, or encourages you when you have similar experiences to just sometimes all it takes is 20 seconds to just see what's happening, change the story you're telling yourself about what's happening, and then move forward. And that's what we tried to do. Enjoy, everybody. We do not have a guest today. We are having a, a joyful conversation, <laughs> a <laughs> a pleasant banter session. Oh yes! Because our experience, our feedback so far has been that people love when we just talk to one another, and also maybe most importantly, we enjoy it. And so, rather than just sitting 
in a coffee shop. We came back to the studio. We have a phone book, and we are going to read it now. (laughs) (laughs) Aronson. (laughs) Yeah. And so it begins. But no, a lot of people have asked us questions, even about how difficult it was to start a podcast on obstacles, or just a podcast in general. And even people interested in starting their own podcast, which mm-hmm. which is a big thing in this day and age. A lot of podcasts. Millions, actually. Well, basically, if you don't have a podcast, you've thought about starting a podcast. I think that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're under the age of like 55, <laughs> you're you're already halfway to creating a podcast. Right. Yeah. A few people have come up to, to both of us and been like, what was it like? Is it hard? Mm-hmm. And the short answer is there is no short answer. No. It's... It's not hard to create a podcast, but to create something of even marginal quality, I think it's more difficult than than we assumed or we thought it might be, just because there's a lot of things that go into it, like all the gear, all of the, the editing that needs to be done. If you actually want people to listen to it, there's a process to that, which we didn't find out about until the day that we wanted to go live. We're like, all right, let's do this. What do you mean you need a platform? <laughs> you need a host for the podcast? What? Yeah, I thought yeah. we were the hosts. I thought iTunes was the platform. No, there's a, there's a middle, middle person there, yeah. and it needs to go through that, and then that distributes it onto the various channels. Which we're still not on on Google Play. Did you know that? No, that's false. We must be on there. I've searched recently. Really? And we're on Google Podcasts. Right. But we're not on Google Play Well, maybe it's not on Google Play Music. Maybe it's only on the Google Podcasts. That's what I'm saying. It's not. Okay. Yeah, well, (laughs) meaning... Sorry. (laughs) I meant like meaning like maybe podcasts are not on Google Play. No, that's how I get my Tim Ferriss fix. In terms of actually getting started, John, what what did we need to do? What were those steps? What were the first steps that we took? Well, I like what you were saying earlier, how it turns out there's a lot involved because it is actually relatively easy to start a podcast. It's relatively difficult to start a good podcast. And that's really just a rule for anything in life. If it wanted to be quality and good and actually have listeners and to sound good, then it takes a lot of work. And so one of the first things we had to do was settle on a specific topic. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of podcasts out there where you can just tell that the there isn't really a target <laughs> for, for, for where, where they want to start or even end up. It's just two guys like us who just get together, who, who are getting together and they like to hang out and they like to talk about the same things and they just kind of do that, but don't really ever land anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But we said from the very beginning, like, we're busy guys, like, we want to have a focused topic. And so we bounced around some ideas in the beginning. Yeah, we were around the realm of leadership, small business, things that we're passionate about. but human potential and all that kind of stuff. And then we're like, I think there was already a podcast started about leadership by 18,000 people. (laughs) And let's go a little bit more specific and targeted than that yeah i mean a lot of other podcasts i mean obstacles or challenges comes up but it's never the focal point and for us that was always the beginning and the end and i mean four episodes in we've already got (laughs) sorry (laughs) we're we got a full tool belt kg veterans (laughs) no but it's interesting like you know so far we've had you know we've had simon we've had mave we've had jason 
that that is out to the world now you know we have a couple others in the queue but each one of those brought a different tool yeah. for everybody it was it's it's awesome and that's what people are responding to is the every single person has their own way of dealing with it and depending on you know my point in life i connect more with what this person said than with what this person said and so the the diverse stories is is really reaching a whole lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've never done this before, folks. We've never been professionally trained on how to speak into microphones coherently and basically trying to decide, you know, do we have what it takes to go weekly? Yeah. yeah. So obstacles for starting a podcast, the number one I would say is time. Because Definitely. sure you can record for an hour or two hours. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. You need to spend another, mm-hmm. multiply that by four, and that's the amount of time you'll spend in the editing studio, studio, sitting at my desk <laughs> with my computer. Yeah, I mean, the, truth be told, this has been Andrew and then Andy, who who many of you haven't met yet, but, but Andy is a super talented um, documentary filmmaker who has generously given us his time and expertise to... Yeah, we're and, not we're not professionals in this no, realm or no, no. or the media realm, uh, and luckily we have one on our side, mm-hmm. Mr. Robertson, and he's the one who set up the gear, uh, yeah, did initial editing and was able to add the music to the tracks and and do the technical stuff that we would have been hopeless at. Yeah. Has figured out how to create a high quality remote recording which we'll be utilizing for a number of our upcoming guests. So, yeah, he's he's led, lended his invaluable skills. We, I don't think we would have been here without him. Oh, definitely not. I mean, the funny thing is, is, is I, I liken this experience to almost starting a, starting a business because often, you know, the business owner has to wear all the hats in the beginning. And there's mm-hmm. even books about this, how you have to be the technician and the manager and the marketer and often people who start a business are really just the technician like they're good at that specific thing say they start a gutter cleaning business they're good at just you know gutters but they might not be good at talking to people about the necessity of cleaning gutters or making a nice ad to put online or crunching the numbers so they're charging as much and it's the same thing with the podcast like andrew and i you know we were fairly well versed in the topic because we had already spent a lot of time reading about it and you know we do enjoy talking but when it comes to the actual like producing of a podcast and the recording of it and the capturing and all that kind of stuff, zero experience. Yeah, which has also been one of the cool things is mm-hmm. we're now learning these new skills. And I don't know where else I'll use editing skills, if <laughs> ever. But it, it's been kind of fun being like, okay, I can I can do this. Yeah. And yeah, it is what we speak of in, in terms of going outside of the comfort zone and figuring it out and then being like oh i can do that Mm -hmm. what else can i do Mm -hmm. so that that's been a a rewarding part of the process but also at the beginning fairly daunting yeah and then i guess another obstacle like people might be wondering you know was it really expensive to buy the all the equipment i don't think we mind saying like it was it was less than two grand yeah all things considered um yeah more more like around a thousand twelve hundred for the gear Mm -hmm. and then we also invested in something that I think we should mention, which has been, uh, there's been a great return on that investment being a program called the Podcast Fellowship. 
podcast fellowship. So what this is is if you've heard of Seth Godin, if not, just just Google him. Uh, he, he's just a giant in the world of marketing and and basically um, you know even self motivation, um, you know pushing you outside your comfort zone and. and he's just one yeah. of the wisest people that yeah, I've ever yeah. encountered. So I if you aren't familiar with Seth Godin, I would highly yeah. encourage you to check him out. Check him out. <laughs> he's got a, he's got an excellent podcast called Akimbo, A K I M B O. The episodes are only about 20 to 30 minutes long. He's able to put 10 times the wisdom into uh, about a third of the <laughs> the length of time. Yeah, for sure. He sends a daily email every every day of the year. Every day of the year you get an email. And it's not like some of the emails are like, you know, you know that's kind of crappy, Seth. Or yeah, that, that filler. Was, yeah, there's no filler. Like it's all gems every you know every day of the year. So when when I got one of those emails and it said, you know, we're pleased to offer this podcast fellowship. Basically, if you've thought about starting a podcast, we're going to give you tons of resources. We're going to set up a essentially a community of people just like you who are starting podcasts, and you can learn from each other, and we'll give you lessons each day. And I think there was 35 lessons in, in the end. So I signed up right away. The timing was perfect for us. It was, yeah. It was crazy. It was, like, it was in the winter right before. Yeah, one yeah. day we're like, okay, we're going to do this. The <laughs> next day you got the email. Yeah, it was literally like that. Let's do a podcast. And Seth Gordon's like, I hear you want to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, for $400, you can get this amazing experience. Yeah. And, and it's, it really took, I think, our would start off as passion but no expertise to a place where we could legitimately start a podcast that sounds professional mm-hmm. a lot of people have said that it actually even sounds professional <laughs> surprisingly yeah they sort of say it surprisingly <laughs> yeah. like they assumed we would just buy like you know you know fisher price mics or something <laughs> 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 but uh yeah i know it sounds good and a lot of this is, is from seth and then from i think there was five or six hundred people as part of the fellowship and we all like were talking and learning from each other and asking the same questions and providing answers and and then we we we'd put up some of our earlier work on there and they would critique it. We had to make commercials at one point, mm-hmm. you know, and we had to critique that and it really was ideal. I mean, for anyone doing a podcast, I would I would highly recommend you do. It. I know I know they're going to be doing it again. Yeah. I just saw in one of his emails they're going to have it come out again absolutely do it it's money well spent plus the connections right the the community that has been created is maybe the most valuable part of it yeah it it provides inspiration we still are connected like daily we see emails come through from other people who are sharing what they're going through um celebrating successes just looking for others to lean on this one woman who will give a, a shout out to Far Out podcast. Oh man, so good. Yeah, Julie yeah. Julie Roxanne and Alistair are a couple who live in like a, a trailer, I believe. Yeah. In the middle of France. <laughs> yep. Just out, out in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Hence far out. And they talk about their journey and, and what they've done to bring them there. Yeah, they're they're a joy to listen to and, and she has become since starting the podcast fellowship, she's now a producer of podcasts and not only does her own which they're at like 20 episodes or something crazy mm-hmm. now yeah but they and they start at the same time as us which you know it's annoying right yeah it's so annoying but they're just living in a trailer in the woods so yeah, exactly you know we've got stuff to do <laughs> <laughs> we say with our tail between our legs but we want to have them on 
yeah in fact they do want to come on so uh you'll hear for yourselves um just they're they're such such easy people to listen to and they have such a cool perspective on life Mm -hmm. very cool so that's one of the amazing amazing podcasts that has come out of the podcast fellowship and also a a great connection that we have made yeah and another one of my favorites uh, is my friend reen from uh australia what's up reen uh, he has a podcast called The Hope Initiative, which is just such a beautiful um, title. And basically, he has taken the approach of he takes mics sort of out, out in the streets and just interviews people kind of on the spot. So, mm. I mean, talk about outside your comfort zone. It's not in a polished studio. Um, and yeah, this leads us to talking about the studio. That was also a huge obstacle in the beginning. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's one thing to spend $1,000 on mics. It's another thing to have like a closed space where the sound, you know, wouldn't travel away. Or, <laughs> I don't know. The, I don't know the, don't Tell me how sound works, John. <laughs> I have no freaking idea. <laughs> yeah. It, a way it, to capture the sound. Absolutely. Yeah. You need a, a good a studio, a good sound space. That's why yeah. people spend tens of thousands, hundreds of right. thousands of dollars on creating right. an, an actual sound studio. Which we did not. No. no. We, and we had no idea where we were, we were going to do this. We tried a couple different locations. We used one of the spaces that was available through the Your Entrepreneur Society of Victoria, who have been a great supporter for us in our businesses. And, and we've also shared our, our success so far with the mm-hmm. podcast with them. So we did we did that one time, but then yeah. the whole setup process, you're bringing all the gear, you're setting it up. Yeah. That's an hour just to get set up absolutely before you've even pressed record. So we, we ended up here in my childhood home. <laughs> <laughs> in my brother's former bedroom and it was it's basically and it's not even used for storage anymore there's like a desk and a bookshelf in here which mm-hmm. is and it's a small room which is perfect and it is now our podcast studio and it's worked amazing i mm-hmm. mean I, I, what do you think listeners do, do we sound good i guess that i can't hear what they're gonna say here but no i think that they're all nodding right now <laughs> yeah yeah it sounds awesome so how about the obstacle of actually overcoming the fear of creating something and putting it out into the world yeah i mean it's funny i was never that worried about it no you know and i know you weren't either but but i i just think you know not worried about the process anyways but, but i do think when we finally first you know pushed upload to the world there was a bit of like looking at the downloads is that gonna stay at zero do people like us do do they like us do we even sound good you know, we think we think we're funny and witty, you know, but, uh, um, you know, does it translate that way? Is the get, are the guest stories as interesting as we think they are? Mm-hmm. Um, will the guests be able to tell their story in a, in a both entertaining and, you know, authentic way? Uh, these were a lot of questions in the beginning that couldn't only be answered by putting it out there. I mean, there was no, there's no way around that obstacle of people might not like it. Yeah. So... What, what do you do when you're faced with that obstacle of is is this gonna hit are mm-hmm. people gonna actually enjoy it is my work worth doing mm-hmm. it's what stephen pressfield in the war of art not the art of war not the art of war the war mm-hmm. of art a classic book from the early 2000s it's what he refers to as the resistance mm-hmm. oh man yeah so i've listened to that book um several times and and he talks about any any person at all in any um, 
any job, any art form, anything you want to create to give the world, you will experience something called the resistance in your mind, um, in your whole body. I mean, you will feel like every part of your being will resist it. And it, and he talks about how it's tied into, you know, our, the old brain wanting to protect us. That's its one job was to keep us alive. Yeah. That was it. You know, as long as we're alive, we've done our job. But now we've evolved as a species to a point where there's a new part of our brain that is interested in more than just survival. It's interested in creating and thriving and meaning and fulfillment and all yeah. those kind of things. And giving back, creating something that will improve the world. Yeah. And that's ultimately like the point of the podcast. This isn't for us, right? This is for us. We have a deep desire for people to hear these episodes and actually be in some way transformed in their life to live braver, more courageous lives and hopefully create things like, you know, that will benefit the world in their own lives. Yeah. And an interesting concept, and we'll get back to the war of art, but one quick thing I want to share is the idea of a one degree shift. Mm-hmm. And if you imagine a ship that is sailing across the Atlantic Ocean, and if it starts on its same course, it'll end up in Spain. Mm-hmm. But you take a one degree shift, you do something a little bit differently at the beginning of the voyage, and you'll end up in Africa. Right. You'll end up on the west coast of Africa. Right. And all, all it takes is just a, a little tweak, a little change of direction at some point on the long voyage, and you can end up in a completely different place. Mm-hmm. So I think in terms of the impact that, that I'm hoping to make just through the podcast and in, in life in general, it's if we can do one little thing, we can provide one person with one small message that just makes them think a different way about something or about themselves, it can have a a huge later impact or or really uh, make significant change just by a a little one degree shift. Right. And I think, I think some people think when they feel the resistance, which comes in various forms, right? It could be anxiety. It could be just fear. It could be anger. It could be any negative emotion, self-doubt. They think that means, oh, okay, this is, I shouldn't be going down this path. I shouldn't create this because I have this negative, you know, yucky feeling. Um, but what we've come to learn through science and, and actually through all of our guests who have said the same thing is that was like the fuel they ended up using to actually embrace what they were feeling and, and overcome it. Feel the fear, do it anyways. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing that Pressfield argues is that everyone encounters the resistance. Yeah. In some form or another, everyone feels it. And okay, what do you do next? Do you let it stomp you down? Right. Do you let it stop you from chasing your dream, chasing the the thing that really inspires you and you wake up excited about and you're able to engage with and walk away from feeling challenged and inspired and like you want to get back in there and do it again? Or or do you do you step away and and say okay this is hard maybe maybe it's not for me mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah and so yeah that's where we're at that's a good way to sum it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think I think one great test of this work that we've been doing is how enthusiastic we are about it and how we feel like we're at our best when we sit down in this room and, and make make our work. And 
and that feeling that flow that you may call it yeah is keeps it going yeah i need a breather (laughs) feeling it today no no i don't know what it is i think there's some good stuff (coughs) is there (laughs) yeah no i'm not saying it wasn't good it just uh just gonna i don't know a lot on my mind i guess and just uh i should have done a been a little more zen before i started Mm. i'm just distracted yeah i feel like i'm not hitting the mark Mm. well maybe uh, you you can we'll listen to it after but yeah but yeah if it's not good then we don't have to use it i just feel like yeah that's true let's keep keep practicing and we'll learn stuff as Perfect. we go. Yeah. No, yeah. Let me just, yeah, I just, I'll take a second and do a little walk. <laughs> I'll be right back. Let's go collect myself. <laughs> yeah, so we just paused it because I was being weird and said to Andrew, like, man, I'm not feeling this at all. Like, I need a break. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought, you know, instead of sort of being ashamed of that, because I'm a professional podcaster, <laughs> which I'm not. Define uh, the word professional. Uh, yeah, we're four episodes in. We have a podcast on iTunes <laughs> uh, with great reviews. And keep them coming, by the way. No, but I thought I'd share this. So what happens when you when you encounter an obstacle of you're not feeling it and this is what you're this is the it. This is what you're supposed to be doing. So Andrew and I had planned to record today. And full disclosure, my week has just been so busy. Um, I run a business, a landscaping business, and it's bright and sunny out, and we're getting just dozens and dozens of calls a day. And and uh, you know, I've had some family stuff going on as well this week, and just a lot of stuff going on. And I'm also a man of routine, and so this morning I had to get up early to um, I had to go run and do an early morning consult for my for my job before I drove down to Victoria. And so I didn't have time to do my morning routine. And, I, and I'm and i a man of routine. I usually get up bright and early, have a cup of coffee and a banana, and sit down and do a meditation thing, usually with Sam Harris's app, which is awesome. Or Headspace, if you have ever used that one. They're really good. Yeah, I've used Headspace. I haven't done Sam Harris, but oh, they're so Headspace good. taught me how to meditate. Yeah, and it, it, I, we'd highly recommend any of those apps as a way to start your day. So I usually start the day with that, and then I do probably 30 minutes of sort of inspirational reading um i just go through many many different books that way and then i'll do some writing on a blog and then um from there i'll uh, i'll run to the gym uh, monkey bar of course you've heard you've heard simon's episode i'll do a vigorous workout and then that's kind of my first two hours of the day well i did none of that today <laughs> just because of the schedule and then i got in here and we started recording and it just i just did not feel it and I was feeling like upset about it as I was recording. You probably, you guys might, may, may not have heard it, but but I felt like I was resisting myself. And it was just such a meta experience because it was <laughs> like, you know, talking about obstacles and overcoming difficulties and starting a podcast. And it just hit me. What happens if you're not into the thing you're supposed to be into? And I just had a human moment. I love this podcast. And this is probably the one thing in my life that I'm most excited about right now. And I know Andrew has said the same thing. Yeah. Um, and so that made me just even feel worse because I was like, well, you know, I'm not even enjoying what I would I enjoy. But the reality is this is the obstacle course. You know, some days there's more going on. 
and a lot of it is outside your control and you just have to deal with it anew every day yeah some obstacles you don't see coming some are no. bigger challenges for some people than others some people or some obstacles trigger our past our our shit that we have inside of us that yeah. uh, that makes us feel a certain way so you were feeling this yeah this energy i was yeah this maybe anxiety or or yeah guilt yeah. right about you know i'm i'm here and i'm supposed to be creating something i'm talking about the creative process but yet right. i'm not feeling it right which is a very real <laughs> yeah obstacle that people encounter or yeah. or face on a daily basis they just they want to be there and they're not they're not fully in it for whatever reason so what steps did you take john yeah and so in, instead of just you know powering through and just not being vulnerable and just you know trying to put on a tough face and push through and continue to say sort of mediocre things mediocrely i just <laughs> i just stopped like i just looked at andrew and just like took off my took off my headphones and i was like i i need a minute and i just went outside for like a couple minutes not even you were out there for like 15 <laughs> seconds yeah. and then i hear him just like stampede back into the room busts open the door with a big smile i've got it <laughs> okay I, I can be an emotional person right? um, especially about things i care about and and i just i just needed a breather and it just hit me like sometimes that's all you need right you're feeling you're feeling the weight of of whatever is going on in your life you know you got like i said just some family things going on um, and then just work. It's a good thing, but it's just a lot right now. You know, didn't do all my stuff. And so you're feeling that. But sometimes you just need like, and Sam Harris talks about this in the meditation. He says, sometimes it's just the power of the pause. Just pause, take three deep breaths and just bring yourself back down, right? To, to a grounded state. Because we get in our heads, it's, we're not grounded anymore. And so, and then it, it all of a sudden hit me while I was out there. Like, why don't I practice what I preach and just share this with the listeners? Mm-hmm. Like this, this was not planned. You guys, we not, this wasn't a stupid stunt that we you know, pretend that this, this just happened. I thought instead of avoiding it and be doing disservice to my partner over here, Andrew, who's, who's ready to go. I thought I need to, for the sake of myself and the podcast, get out there and, and figure it out. And so I guess the point is guys, or everyone it's another thing i do i say guys all the time and it's i don't mean to i'm sorry everyone (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i i just think you know sometimes even doing what you love is hard Mm. you know and you just have to push through anyway sometimes the obstacle course is doing things you love but it's just difficult it's not always doing things you hate you know, sometimes you're doing what you love, but it's still hard. And so you get confused and, and sometimes you can feel bad about that. Well, I love it. Why, why is it hard? It's just because creating things that matter are, is hard. It's because of the resistance we were talking about earlier. There's this part of us that, that wants to protect us from putting ourselves out there and possibly failing or possibly doing something we love, but badly. And then, and then you know, suffering the emotional consequences of that. It's a beautiful point because just because work, I'm going to start again. Yeah. There's that idea that if you love it, if it's your passion, it doesn't feel like work, but that's not actually true. No, it needs, you need to sometimes do it when it's hard, lean in, face that challenge and push through it. And yeah, we, we love doing this. We love getting together. 
and and making this and we love the response that we've gotten so far but that doesn't mean it's just easy and, and effortless all the time no it no if you're not challenging yourself if it if it doesn't if there aren't struggles associated mm-hmm. with it then it's then you're probably not doing it well enough and yeah. that's one of the things the Pressfield talks about as well is that if this is your passion if you are so excited about this that you feel like you must share it with the world why are you treating it like a hobby like collecting stamps and you mm-hmm. do it for like two hours every third sunday right if you believe in it so much if you have that knowledge inside of you that you need to do this then why isn't it your job your priority to to create it why why are you treating it like it's something that you you'll do when you get the time but i think i think sometimes we subconsciously do that as a way of self-protection fear yeah fear makes us do that right like if if we only do it half-assed then we always have a then we always have an excuse when it inevitably fails well i didn't really give it my full attention well i didn't really have the time anyways well you know i'm not a professional so you know and then we can protect ourselves but it's very frightening thing to launch yourself into something with your full self and stand on the precipice of fear of failure and the unknown you're you're gazing into a complete unknown world what if people hate it what if i get rejection what if they love it and then i need to give them more of it absolutely it's it's like those authors who have their first book was a worldwide bestseller and they're like okay great now everything that i make from now until eternity is going to be judged against that and i'll never make something as good as that absolutely but <laughs> it's it, i've heard it so many times and, and you think like aren't you proud of the work that you've created like mm-hmm. look at that it's changed people's lives but so many times it's, they go back to feeling that overwhelm and like they can never live up to that again you know i i think i think sort of a takeaway perhaps for me anyways you know for what we've been talking about this morning is just because it's your passion or perhaps even your gift um, perhaps even your calling doesn't mean it's going to be easy and probably it's not going to be easy and i i just think it's easy to think it's going to be easy Mm -hmm. because you love it and you know perhaps you're even good at it and and that's kind of what I was reminded by this morning. Like, you know, I was, I, I find, I genuinely, I generally find this fairly easy to sit down with Andrew. You know, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a great guy. I love to be around and we, and we, we have such, such in common and we're so passionate about the material we talk about. And it's usually easy to talk, but it was not easy this morning mm-hmm. because life happens. There's other things going on in your head and in, in your life, but it's still worth it. You know, I didn't just say, we're not recording today or we're not going to release this because it wasn't easy. If anything, this is more reason that we do, we're going to release it. And, and you know, we're not going to edit out the the embarrassing parts where, where I just wasn't, you know, we weren't as articulate or whatever, because you need to you need to know that you're not alone in feeling inadequate. And I think, you know, we all go through our life often feeling inadequate. I think we talked about that from the on uh, another episode about social media can make us feel inadequate, mm-hmm. right? We look at everyone's perfect life, capturing their perfect moments, and think, "Geez, what's wrong with me?" Yeah. But as we know, those are just highlights, photoshopped highlights. Yeah. Of, not an, of an unreal that. life. Yeah, exactly. And and sometimes you need to see that um, you know, we all struggle just the same, especially with the things we want to create. Hmm. Yeah, well, I really applaud your vulnerability because there was a moment where I thought it was like, yep, you know, John wants to press pause. Like, he's not feeling it. 
some negative stuff came out and and then you took that time to reach into your self-awareness and be like look there is i can learn something from this and i can show it to others that i'm okay with being vulnerable i'm going to talk about the struggle that's happening right now and this is this is real this is me and here's the amazing thing is since i've done that i feel this surge of confidence that has returned um i'm more articulate i believe i'm i'm more at peace before i was resisting the feeling it's so funny because we were like talking about the resistance (laughs) meanwhile i'm resisting this feeling of inadequacy while i'm talking doing an episode on that exact topic so it's 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 weird. It's like the universe was like, okay, let's just keep things real here. Mm-hmm. You know, let's you guys you guys want it. You guys want this to translate. Okay, well then get real. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you just need to get real. I mean, t- and it didn't. I didn't need to go on like a one week retreat. You know, <laughs> I didn't need to go read a whole book. Sometimes you just need twenty seconds. Step outside, take a deep breath, and this is maybe perhaps what we've learned in meditation and why meditation is so powerful is it teaches you to. You know what? You can't control the thoughts that come in your head, but you can control which which ones you fixate on, which ones you dance with, which ones you believe, um, and and you don't have to. Yeah, you know? I I couldn't speak any high any more highly of meditation and how mm-hmm. much has impacted my life and my brain and and the way I process things and the way I feel about myself. And if you would have asked me five years ago what are the chances that you think you'll meditate daily in, <laughs> yeah. in a few years? And I've been like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't even know what meditation is. I, that's not for me. And I'm way too busy. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the, yeah. that the biggest thing. I'm way too busy to meditate. Right. And it's like, Oh, then you need to start meditating yesterday. Right. Because exactly. that it cr- creates clarity in the mind and people, a lot of people listening are probably like, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. And, I would highly encourage just to check it out and just to try one of those apps that we mentioned and see what it does because it's 10 minutes. You, if you can't make 10 minutes in your day to sit down and, and help relax yourself, have your mind work more effectively and efficiently. And I, just like you, morning routine is so beneficial for me mm-hmm. in terms of how I feel for the rest of the day, how productive I am, how I deal with negative thoughts and feelings. And if I, and get out of my routine it it really there's a ripple effect and then then that affects the people around me and affects the the quality of the work that i do mm-hmm. including the podcast and it starts with the with meditation for me yeah, yeah i call it in my life i call it the waking hour and and the importance of the first hour of your of your day how it sets the whole day i'm actually you know doing a talk um next week to to a group of um young uh, women business owners on, on that topic i'm really excited and I'll probably use this experience as an analogy. I mean, here's a one morning I didn't have a waking hour, really. And uh, I felt the effects for sure. Um, I, I think, you know, you mentioned, Andrew, you know, your, your early resistance to meditation. I definitely had it. I have ADHD brain. Um, for me, the idea of sitting silently for, for 10 minutes was, you know, thought it was impossible to it, do that. It's really hard. Yeah, the, it is. The first time, yeah. sorry, I'm cutting you off here. No, but, no. But the first me. time I ever tried... It was in a public setting. It was at like some event, Buddhist, <laughs> Buddhism style talk. Right. And so there was a hundred people in a room and 
there was like a guided meditation and I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't actually keep my eyes closed wow. because my brain was just like flashing and I felt mm-hmm. so uncomfortable. And I was like, oh, if this is meditation, I, I ain't doing it. Wow. So, yeah. But then, yeah, taking it into my own home, sitting out. I always do it outside now, mm-hmm. even if it's minus five degrees out. I usually do like nice. a quick workout or right. uh, yoga session and then just go out in t-shirt and shorts, even in brutally cold weather and then it it yeah it, it makes a huge impact and feel great what afterwards. time do you do this just in case our listeners want to bike by when <laughs> when you're out on your balcony <laughs> yeah if you go down alder street you might see me no you i i sit on the, the ground uh, okay. or on the deck yeah, yeah and so it's it's difficult to you might be able to see the top of my head okay around yeah you know, seven forty-five, eight fifteen. Perhaps that wasn't the point you were making. <laughs> <laughs> no, just don't don't like throw a water balloon. Okay, yeah, mm, <laughs> that idea. Be, that'd be cruel. But you know, it, it's it's an interesting point though, because I think in this day and age, especially with our cell phones, people are not used to being alone with their thoughts, and I think the prospect of it is terrifying, subconsciously probably for people. And and so you know what, listeners, we challenge you right now to try that. Try to sit. For, for 10 minutes and the um, you know meditation there, there's a lot of different approaches I wouldn't necessarily recommend the first time you meditate to sit down for 10 minutes and try to not have a thought that, no that's actually not, not that's actually not really what meditation is about it's more seeing what's going on in your mind and being okay with it it's more awareness you know it's mindfulness is really is really the the uh, meditation that that I would like to promote because it's it's the meditation I've experienced with it's seeing what's happening and instead of reacting to it in a negative way typically or or a habit that you've reacted negatively for 30 years you just see it and you just non-reactively just say I see you or sometimes people have little prompts that they'll say to themselves like feeling you know mm. they just say that's it's a feeling or thought or just human or or whatever or just bullshit whatever whatever term helps you kind of reset and just be like it's just a passing thought yeah i mean and remember headspace made that clever analogy about the clouds in the sky right yeah yeah there's there's two headspace analogies because i i love headspace there's and there's a a free app the app you can download for free and then do take 10 which is 10 sessions of 10 minutes yes and you're the idea is to do it 10 days in a row right and one of the analogies is this the clouds in the sky and there's those clouds can be negative thoughts or just busy, a busy mind, mm-hmm. but there's always blue sky on the other side of those clouds. Yeah. So recognizing that it's up there, the sun is shining, the clouds might be in the way right now, but it's still there. It can be a freeing idea. And the all, the other one is the the cars and right. the highway. I remember that? And one. the idea of meditation can be that. Rather than being standing in the middle of the highway with all these cars whizzing by in every direction, the thoughts, the feelings, the the preoccupied preoccupied mind, you can get onto the side of the highway, observe those emotions and thoughts, rather than being consumed by them. You're in more, you have more power over them, and and you can kind of do what you want with them and, and not be caught up. Absolutely, yeah. Observing and not reacting, just seeing them. Um, it's so powerful. Good. And, and the whole idea of you don't have to, you don't have to believe everything you think that quote, you know, helped me so much a number of years ago when I was stuck in my own mind in, in toxic ways. Just the idea that just because you're thinking it doesn't mean it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, in fact, it's probably not. 
And what is truth anyways? <laughs> let's go down that rabbit hole. No, let's not. Um, but 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 it's such an interesting idea. Like, why do we assume just because we've thought it that it's true and it's a reality in our life? It's only a reality if we make it a reality. Yeah. You know, and that is the one thing we do have power over is, is our thoughts. Yeah, the narrative yeah. in our mind, the Absolutely. story that we tell ourselves that we we use to perceive the world. And right. we can con- control that. We have power over that narrative. Mm-hmm. And when we're telling ourselves negative things over and over again, it's, it's probably not helping us no. be happy or achieve our goals. But we have control over that. And, and if we take actions, that's how you make changes, is not by thinking a different thing or feeling a different thing, but doing something different, Right. taking that action. And that can create a more useful narrative. So you know we've dealt with we've dealt with a numer- you know a number of the obstacles to starting a podcast, including the, the last one we just spent a long time on about just what happens if you're just not feeling it, or you're just not in the mind space for it, and it's you're supposed to be doing it. Something that Seth Godin, who's one of our our biggest yeah for sure influences, yeah. he's firm on this that just create. Mm-hmm. You're not feeling it, and, and what you just did now is a, an ex incredible Mm -hmm. example of it you're not feeling it it doesn't feel right it's not flowing do it anyways and then and put it out there publish it he follows his example by publishing a blog daily and sending it out and that's one huge piece of advice that he has is is write daily and and put it out into the world even if nobody reads it it can be incredibly therapeutic and useful and that's how we get better at things is is just by repetition yeah. But if we're liking what we're doing, sure it might be hard sometimes. Right. But if we're happy with the work, if we're happy with the response, if we think we're we're making a difference, if we think people are enjoying it for whatever reason, then I think it's worth doing. Yeah, what do they say do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life? Yeah, which is bullshit. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Which we just, we just... I don't know who says that then. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's an expression, but I just think it... it wow. It, it does need to be... It is going to be hard sometimes. Yeah, And that's course. okay. Yeah. No, of course. Do it anyways. Yeah. I think that's the moral of today's episode is that it's going to be hard. Do it anyways. And it was the unintended moral. We didn't even know that going in. No. Yeah, it was... It's, it's very weird. And and so all all you you know all you listeners who are, who are creating, uh, if there's anything to take away from today's episode, it would be, don't be surprised when it's a grind. In fact, you know, expect it to be a bit of a grind, um, because that's the way. The obstacle is the way, as Ryan Holiday writes about in his book. I mean, it is the way. The way to what? Getting what you want, meaning fulfillment and creating something um, that will last and and give you a legacy that you can be proud of and giving yourself that moment of self-care whatever it needs to be Mm -hmm. that is what will enable you to get through the challenge is having that level of self-awareness that look i'm not on point right now Mm -hmm. i need to take five minutes i need to go for a walk i need to get exercise because my mind isn't operating properly which means which is possibly because my body isn't hasn't been activated and you and i both are, are lovers of that morning routine and of the <laughs> well <laughs> i'm just laughing because because i left out a, a very important part of this morning which probably contributed to my just feeling of blah not only did i not work out and not do my meditation 
But on the way here, because I didn't have breakfast, I went through McDonald's and had, <laughs> and had a sausage and egg McMuffin oh, and a hash brown. So perhaps that contributed as well. So eating unhealthy, not exercising and not meditating for some reason, I felt like shit. And then, you know, when I, when it came to do my craft, I didn't feel it. Yeah. So that's I don't know a, if we're getting McDonald's as a sponsor anymore, John. <laughs> no, I mean, and so that's another takeaway is like, don't be surprised the obstacles even harder than it normally is if you're not doing all these you know things in your life you need to do we need as a you know we need to take care of our bodies and if you're not feeding it or exercising it or being at one with it through meditation expect it to be rough yeah and it's fascinating that a guy who knows all this (laughs) and is fully aware of like how to make yeah. himself at his best still still is like something's wrong I, I just not feeling it i don't today. know what it is yeah. yeah exactly but you got through it but, and and we i think we uh we were the better for it yeah you're welcome everyone <laughs> i took one for the team <laughs> you're yeah. you're uh, you're the guest that we're looking for you're being authentic <laughs> so thanks for that no problem well that's the episode Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. We appreciate your time and attention. If we can make one request, please subscribe. How do you do that, John? They push subscribe. That's all you got to do. We also got social media, guys. We got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Please like us and follow us there. We also got a really fancy website. ObstacleCoursePodcast.com. That is the one. It's where you'll find our show notes and lots of other goodies. And if you have somebody who'd be great for the podcast, please let us know. Send us a message on any of those networks and we'll bring them on. Mm -hmm, For sure. We're always looking for good people. Thanks for listening. Keep pushing through those obstacles.